The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. I was talking to my son, Joseph, last night, and he had just got back from Texas. He's been there for a month or so. He's been riding with some of the top people in the world as far as cutting horses and training. And he was telling me a story last night of some cowboys he was with. They're real, real cowboys, tough guys. They drop them off in the helicopters in the middle of nowhere, and they got to work cattle. They got to survive out there. And it's real rough in the areas and the regions they're at. And he was telling a story of two weeks ago, one of the cowboys was on a horse, and they crossed the Red River. And the horse sunk and drowned while they were on the back. And they said it's a normal thing that that can happen out there. In other words, it's not unusual. It's not every day, but it's not unusual. There's quicksand in the river, and that when the horse goes there, he'll, he'll go under. He'll drown. The cowboy has to stay on there, and if they can get the saddle off, they try to do that. If they don't, they just rope him, and then they drag him across out of the, out of the river. It was just talking about the perils of that. But there's more perils than quicksand around the Red River right now. 
I came in this morning and read some several reports, and one's about the Red River in Texas, which I really never even recall hearing about the Red River until last night. And so by Providence, that's our read today. This comes from Fox News that was published um, April 23rd, entitled Republicans Warn BLM Eyeing Land Grab Along Texas-Oklahoma Border. Texas officials are raising alarm that the Bureau of Land Management, on the heels of its dust-up with Nevada rancher Cliven Bundy, might be eyeing a massive land grab in northern Texas. The -the under-the-radar issue has caught the attention of Texas Attorney General Greg Abbott, who fired off a letter on Tuesday to BLM Director Neil Cornsey, saying the agency appears to be threatening the private property rights of hard-working Texans. Decisions of this magnitude must not be made inside a bureaucratic black box, wrote Abbott, also a Republican gubernatorial candidate. At issue are thousands of acres of land on the Texas side of the Red River, along the border between Texas and Oklahoma. Officials recently have raised concern that the BLM might be looking at claiming 90,000 acres of land as part of the public domain. The agency, though, argues that any land in question was long ago determined to be public property. The BLM is categorically not expanding federal holdings along the Red River, a BLM spokesman said in written statement late Tuesday afternoon. The spokesman referred to a 140-acre plot determined to be public land in 1986, an apparent reference to a 1986 federal court case. It was reported that a Texas landowner lost 140 acres to BLM in that case, and the agency is now using that decision as precedent to pursue more property. Tommy Henderson, the rancher involved in that case, told Fox News that the BLM was talking about taking another 90,000 acres by using my court case as the precedent to seize the other land. They won't talk to us or be straight with us as to what their plans are, Henderson said. So I've continued to pay for this land, or the federal government would seize everything else I had. According to background materials put out by Texas Republican Representative Mac Thornberry's office, the BLM is revisiting its management plan for lands, including those along a 116-mile stretch of the Red River. His office said the possibility has been discussed of opening that land up for hunting, recreation, and management. Gene Hall of the Texas Farm Bureau told Van Susteren, We have seen an aggressive overreach by the federal government, and in more than one instance, if you have got an agency like this that's very well funded, with a lot of people involved, then you shouldn't be surprised if they're going to overreach and extend that aggressive approach. Abbott, in his letter to the agency, said, It is not at all clear what legal basis supports the BLM's claim of federal ownership over private property. He said private landowners have cultivated the property for generations. The debate comes on the heels of a tense standoff earlier this month in Nevada after BLM tried to round up cattle owned by rancher Clive and Bundy, the product of a long-running dispute over unpaid grazing fees. Hundreds of states' rights supporters, some of them armed, showed up to protest, and BLM backed off, citing safety concerns. In the Texas matter, 
the Supreme Court incorporated the Red River as part of the border with Oklahoma nearly a century ago. Congress further clarified the boundaries of the two states in 2000. It's unclear how seriously BLM might be looking at laying claim to additional boundary land. BLM said it's merely in the initial stages of developing options for management of public lands as part of a transparent process with several opportunities for public input. BLM field manager Stephen Tryon, in a March 17th letter to Thornberry, said officials would eventually look to ascertain the boundary between federal and private land and acknowledged residents' concerns that new surveys could create cloud to the private property title. But he said no surveys are currently planned and reiterated that there are no federal claims to Texas land, as defined by multiple rulings of the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, what do you make of that? How are we to see these things? The way the world sees it, the way the Tea Party sees it, the way the Republicans see it, the Democrats see it, how do you see it? You won't see it any other way if you look at it through the messages because you'll understand what's going on. It's an amazing thing the, Gen- the Attorney General Abbott said to Texans yesterday or a couple of days ago. He says, <clears throat> he's, he says, I'm about ready to go to the Red River and raise a, raise a come and take it flag to tell the feds to stay out of Texas. But then he goes on and says, writing in his letter, parts of what Jones just quoted, he lists five issues to address to the BLM. The second one is, please describe procedural due process the BLM will afford the Texans whose property may be claimed by the federal government. A third one, part of it says, to the extent the BLM does not agree, please provide legal analysis supporting BLM's position. On the fourth, it says, please confirm whether BLM considers Congress's ratification of the Red River Boundary Compact as determinative of its interest in the land along the Red River. To the extent the BLM does not agree, please provide legal analysis supporting the BLM's new position. And fifthly, please delineate the specificity of the amount of Texas territory that would be impacted by the BLM's decision to claim the private land as the property of the federal government. They didn't say intimate domain. They said public domain. BLM considers this public domain. They're not even going to pay for it. Intimate domain, at least they had to pay for it, and that's no basis for this. But do you see the contradiction? Do you see how foolish and stupid we've become? The Attorney General says, I'm about ready to go to the Red River and raise a come-and-take-it flag to tell the feds, feds to stay out of Texas. And then he's going to court. That's not what Sun, Sun Tzu taught. You know what Sun Tzu, the Chinese warriors, taught when you're doing battle? To do exactly what the BLM's doing. He taught the principle that always give your enemy a way out. In other words, it's a defensive position the Attorney General's making. BLM has laid everything out for them. And their way out is through the courts because that's how they were in victory. I wrote in how did, uh, they fired the first shot that we take a defensive position by offering victory to them. 
the evidence of Sun Tzu's principle that we know we do not know our enemy. We must act offensively, not defensively. Don't go where they expect us to. These five things are exactly what BLM expects them to do. That's what they want. Sun Tzu says, when you circle your enemy, your 360 around them, don't do that. Make an outlet at that 360 where five degrees of the area you want them to walk through. But otherwise, you're going to have to completely kill them all. You'll be slaughtered. BLM's very smart. They've thought about this. How do you walk into Texas and take 90,000 acres? You think they're just doing this for hunting, fishing, and land management? They're doing that in Alabama with Forever Wild program. And everybody's for it. And all the conservatives are for it. Give and lock away this land. And we're going to offer it for hunting. Well, they got to give you something. Go go put a fish hook in the, in the river. How many fish are you going to catch? Nothing? Because you don't have bait on it? Why do you put bait on it? Hunting and fishing is just bait. How stupid can we be? That's why he's coming back to show us you're not in truth. You don't even know how to find truth. Don't go where people lead you. Pilate stood beside Jesus. He was silent. Sanhedrin asked him many questions. Often Jesus was silent. Don't dialogue with the devil. BLM wants you dialoguing with them. They want you to be civil. They want you to come to the court, and they're going to tear you to pieces because they own the court system. Don't play them on the home field. Force them to play on our home field. Theirs is the courts, Congress voting. Ours is a declaration of independence. You're independent from the federal government, especially Texas. They can secede anytime they want to. Am I advocating that? No. I'm saying stand up to them. They got no ground to stand on. Don't go to court. You have the legal right to the declaration of independence to throw off tyranny, and they're not doing it. Instead, they offer this as one of the five issues that General, the Attorney General says, please describe the procedural due process the BLM will afford Texans, BLM will afford Texans, whose property may be claimed by the federal government. Think about what that says. How many thousands of people that own land out of 90,000 acres has got the money to go to court to fight BLM when they say this is a procedure, this is a process? That's a Delphi process. They're going to have input. What Joan just read says, we're going to have public input. That means nothing. This is a predetermined outcome. They're after 90,000 acres. Really? No, they're not after 90,000 acres. They have to get them in court and beat them up, and then, 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 then get beaten up. Both sides get beat up, and then they settle for 45,000. And that's what they started, started as a go to start with. And, and the Attorney General said, well, we can't win. At least we got this. They don't know their enemy. The Attorney General doesn't know the enemy. In fact, he's referring to this in his letter. Um, Abbott says, Property rights and the rule of law are the foundations of our democracy. If you don't even know this is not a democracy, how are you going to know how to fight? It's a republic, a moral republic with values and ideas and, and rights to be independent of tyranny. Repeatedly we see... He, I'm quoting again from Abbott. Repeatedly, we see Obama's administration erode the foundations of democracy. It's the republic. How can people not get this in their mind? Study a democracy. It's the worst form of government. Our forefathers hated it. It always leads to bloodshed. Always. As the Attorney General, I will be restoring the bedrock foundation by restoring and protecting property rights and the rule of law in Texas. 
if you're asking for them to give due process, what stops them from coming to my house? What stops them from coming to your house and your land and say, prove it through due process that the federal government don't own it because something happened 100 years ago because it belonged to England or who knows what. There's nothing can stop anybody from coming to you and taking your house because of some stretched idea that is conceived that they say, okay, we'll have to go to court to sell this because we're claiming on your home and your land that we are taking that because of, of it's a flood zone or because of snail daughter or because of a turtle. So we have a legal right to that. And it's up to you, and this is the legal process, and I want to repeat this. I want this to burn into you. I want you to understand what we're doing on our side to them. He's asking. And I know this is legal things. This is attorneys. They have to do that to get them to say what they're going to say. But what they don't understand, what the attorney general don't grasp is this is exactly where they want to be. That's their home field. It forces us to play there on their ground. Don't do it. So number two of the five issues was, please describe the procedural due process the BLM would afford Texans whose property may be claimed by the federal government. <clears throat> they probably won't even answer it. If they do answer it, they're going to have it where it's all stacked that way. And how many of these people have the money to go fight them? One guy's been fighting this for 60 years or so in this zone. And he can't win because he don't have the money to do it. I just read about a, a in Colorado, a couple who has a, he spent half a million dollars building a cabin in the middle of nowhere on their land and the feds have come and say it's not your cabin and they've been fighting them and finally you know what's happened they can't fight anymore because they can't spend a whole fortune BLM knows this they want you to go to court and here's the legal process because they'll break everybody even Texas they'll keep breaking the federal government has a lot more money that they can borrow, they don't have the money, to fight Texas if you stay in a legal realm. The Attorney General had it right when he said, I'm ready to go stick a flag in the Red River and say, you come try to take it. Declare independence of their way and their court system and what they want you to do and what they want you to walk. He ended this thing after he talks about democracy. As Attorney General, I will be restoring the Bedrock Foundation by restoring and protecting private property rights and the rule of law in Texas. They don't go by the law. They're creating something that doesn't exist. Why do you got to go get a term- determination about the law when we already know the law? And that's what I wrote in what they fired the first shot is because they were putting our stock at that point. The issue I'm addressing is they wanted a new law for conscientious objecting. A new law is not going to do anything. There's present law on the books. We've got present law on the, on the private property already. We don't need no new ruling in Texas. If we get that, I'm going to have to fight and pay attorneys to keep my property. And you will do the same. And they'll get it because we're going to run out. We don't have an empty pocketbook or wallet. So he summarizes this. Abbott summarizes his position thusly. If I have to, I will make this a 31st lawsuit against the Obama administration. That's laughable. How many has he won? How much resources has he done? We don't need to know what's constitutional. In fact, when you read the opinion of the Supreme Court, they're giving an opinion. Why? Because the law is what it is. The Constitution is what it is. So here's their opinion. We don't have to go by this anymore. 
We need to realize we're not stupid people. We have the sense to understand what we need to do, how we need to do it, and just do it. We got the, we got the law enforcement officers in the county, and they find the first shot, that can rule on this and say this is unconstitutional. We know we got a Second Amendment, and we do have a lot of county sheriffs, and we have a lot of police that say we won't enforce something against the the, uh, the gun laws, even if they pass it. So they're already doing this. They are saying that we already know the Constitution. We're not going to go to court. We're not going to go that. We're not going to do it. I've been told by, by some law enforcement, if they even told them to do it, if we're going to do passive resistance. Half the people won't call, they'll call us sick when they order the police department to do it. The other half won't find the guns that they see. So why do we think on all this land stuff we've got to go to courts? We are walking exactly the path they want, and they will win, and we'll be defeated. So it's not the way to walk. It's not to go. The attorney general's making a big mistake by doing this. He said... Bear, uh, to Barrett, Texas, the Attorney General, he wants to make sure that BLM understands what they are, uh, well, he has said this, that what they appear to be attempting, they're not appearing anything. They know this is not legal. They know they have no basis for it, but they know everybody and private property people don't have the money to do it. And we don't have to go that court. We don't have to go that way. We just saw what Bundy did. He says, Abbott, Abbott says, this is Texas land. Well, first of all, he wants the BLM to understand that what they appear to be attempting to do is completely illegal. Then why are you worried about going to court? You're attorney general. You can do something about it. You got an aged man in Nevada that just did it. And he went the whole gamut of the court and lost all the way. For the last, from, from 1983, he's lost every battle. And you want to go to court? Abbott says, this is Texas land. It belongs to Texas and private property owners here. He firmly states, if we have to, if we have to, we will a quick, whether we will assert quick and effective legal actions to put a stop to it. I'm stumbling on my words because it's, 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 I'm so astounded that we say a stupid thing like stake the flag and then we're going to show you, we're going to put a stop to this in an effective legal actions. Abbott said the next step now is for BLM to respond to his letter and the five points detailed above. The way these things work is, Abbott explained, is what they say in response will lead to more questions. You don't converse with the devil. That's what he wants you to do. He wants dialogue. Because once he starts getting you dialogue, he'll do what he did with Eve. Yeah, God said you couldn't eat this fruit. That's because you're going to know more. They'll get him to the negotiating table. BLM will, will offer, well, okay, we'll, we'll do this. We'll just take 45,000 acres, take half. And then they'll go in the back rooms at the settlement and drink champagne. We got exactly what we wanted. 45,000 was ago, or whatever it is. He goes on and says, Abbott, I anticipate another round of questions will follow in response to the answers. At that point, Abbott said, it should be clear that either Texas will be taking legal actions to stop them, or BLM will be backing up because they have no legal basis to support the wrongful attempt to take Texas land. Then don't let them. 
your attorney general. Call all the counties in Texas and say, raise a posse. Let's don't get 300 horses like at Nevada. Let's get 5,000 people on horses and say, come take the land. Move this flag. Where are you, Texas? Where are you, attorney general? I'm not childing you for your own, but you're walking down their path. You're doing exactly what they want you to do. And that's where we are with the messages. We're doing exactly what Satan wants us to do. We're stuck on pray, fast, and go to Mass, etc. We're supposed to be learning the way to live life. What's right? What's wrong? No gray zones. Let your yes be yes, your no be no. This is a yes and a no. We'll put the red flag, but we're going to go to court with you. Forget the courts. You don't need a determination. You don't need an opinion from the Supreme Court. It's an opinion. Do you realize that? Because the, the truth of the Constitution says what it says it says. You have the authority. You have the right to protect what God gives through natural law, private property. The Catholic Church has taught this through the ages. Not distributional wealth, which many, many people in the church are abiding by now. And they bought into health care thinking somebody's owed health care. I'm not owed anything. In fact, I don't own anything. The only one thing I own is my, my spirit. It's the only thing God's gave me free reign on. I'm not entitled to a house. I'm not entitled to a job. I'm not entitled to anything else. Only that. It's the one thing I got total determination on, according to my opinion, which is swayed by untruth or real truth. And so we have a whole walk here that while it sounds good and the Attorney General is standing up, he's not standing up. He's standing on their foundation, and that's the court system, and he doesn't have to do it. Bundy just proved that. Frank? Yeah, that's the amazing thing about Our Lady's messages and, and living Our Lady's messages is that if you don't think they're prophetic or if you don't think that you can be prophetic in in following these messages, there's um, an amazing thing with starting Medjinomics, which many people would say, how, what does this have to do with the message? But Our Lady is showing us how to live life. And, and where you can be when you understand the messages is... Uh, I was thinking that we've done Maginomics for five or six years now, and there there hasn't been really a market correction at all as far as the major indices, uh, the the Dow Jones Industrial Average or the S&P 500. There, there hasn't been a major correction since 2008. We had one in 2001, a top in 2000, a top in 2007. Then we had the major correction in 2008, except for one day. One day we have a flash crash, while the book, It Ain't Gonna Happen, is being written. It hasn't even been released yet. If you want to know how important that book is, at 1 o'clock Eastern Time, we, we did the show, as we do every Thursday, and at 2.45, they also call the flash crash the 2.45 crash. Because within five minutes of the show that was named It Ain't Gonna Happen, it had already been aired. An hour and 45 minutes later, the Dow Jones has a record drop. The only time in the history that uh, that we've been in the history of economics that we've been doing the show, you have this crash that today no one can really explain or no one wants to. And in um, Michael Lewis's book Flash Boys, he found that nobody really knows what's going going on or understands how high frequency trading is working or what they're doing. And so, if 
you know, the, land isn't even sacred. Um, how easy do you think that your paper can be gone, or these paper assets? So when you look back at these things in time, you can say, you know, how ahead of, ahead of the curve was it to do magicnomics, or, or how important is the book? It ain't going to happen. Um, when, you know, this is, a, I mean, this is prophecy. You, you know, the, the show is, is saying it ain't going to happen. The market's not going to recover. And then you have a flash crash that day, an hour and 45 minutes after the show, while the book's being written, for the Holy Spirit to put importance on the book. This is something that the world needs. This is something that uh, Our Lady's little children need. It's something that you need to do to prepare. And so when you're following Our Lady's message, Our Lady's telling us that there are things that we need to prepare for. And, uh, you know, there, there's nothing more important going on in terms of that than what's going to be going on next week in this conference, the things that you're talking about, and not only our right, but our duty to protect and defend, uh, you know, to the fight against tyranny. And, like, and likewise yeah. as well, too, Frank, what you were saying about, about propheticness or the prophecy of Meganomics and what had happened with the crash and it ain't going to happen. Uh, at the same time, we're seeing that taking place right now with They Fired the First Shot. Of course, They Fired the First Shot was a book that's not – it wasn't a book that was written about something that had happened in the past. It was actually the events were unfolding as the book was being written. And so what you're seeing – and then the book prophesies many things that we're actually in the midst of taking place right now at this moment, which is all the more reasons why Frank just mentioned the convention next week. It's all the more reasons why uh, you, you should drop everything and attend the convention next week. Uh, it's uh, April the 29th through May the 1st. This is important for our future uh, to know which direction to walk. How do, you come to, how do you come to what a friend of Medjugorje has said today? How do you come to those kind of conclusions? How do you come to that kind of a discernment? How do you, how do you reach and arrive at that place of wisdom of understanding exactly which direction to walk exactly discerning the intentions of your enemies, because these people are the enemy. We need to face that fact that these people have made themselves our enemy. And so how do you learn how to walk that way? And this, these, these conventions are educational, they're inspirational, uh, and you're here with like-minded people uh, to, to meet with people, like-minded people, to know, uh, to form plans for the future uh, in prayer, and understanding, first of all, how to discern these situations as they come, and then also how to act the proper way of acting when these situations will occur, which will happen in the future. And they fired the first shot, has already talked about this. And as we're seeing parts of the book being revealed, uh, that in, their, in the propheticness of what it was, uh, expect that the rest of the parts of the book will also come to pass as well. So, uh, so again, this is a must. The convention is a must. That's April the 29th through May the 1st. You had to have read They Fired the First Shot in order to attend, uh, but that uh, there is information on medj.com. Uh, you can call in to uh, register, or you can uh, print off your registration form and fax that to Caritas. The phone number for Caritas is 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. And, uh, Frank, if you also want to give your contact information as well, Frank will also be here at the convention next week as well, but uh, if you want to give your contact information. Yeah, you can contact me by coming to Caritas the 29th to the 1st. Uh, reach us toll free, 877-936-7686. The email is globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. And our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. And for your last comment, Frank. 
Yeah, um, Sheriff Richard Mack, who takes very seriously his duty to protect and defend the Constitution and fight tyranny, um, is doing very important work, as well as uh, Chris Ann Hall. Um, it's a tremendous opportunity. Sheriff uh, Mack has said it's his favorite place to talk. He loves Caritas, even though um, he's a Mormon, and uh, Chris Ann Hall is a Baptist, married to a Baptist minister. They They love it there. And it's, it's really going to be a great time, so we look forward to seeing everybody there. As for you out there, call the Attorney General and tell him you appreciate what he's doing. But tell him we don't pride ourselves on 31 lawsuits, all the assets and energies put in that to go to court. Instead, to put out a Paul Revere call Get five or 10,000 people on horseback and tell BLM, we'll meet you at the Red River and you won't take the flag down. We don't have to go to court. We should not go to court. And even if the Attorney General wins through that, do you want the victory from that? Or putting the fear of God in BLM that don't mess with us. Use your logo, Texas, or the rest of the country will follow. We come to you asking you to pray for the situation that we face everywhere on every level at this moment. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.